3: Coming up, Ottawa provides support to farmers and food processors who must bring in and quarantine temporary foreign workers. The official 6:20 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Get ready for seeding with New Holland equipment from Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devon at 352. 352- 1866 the 620 ckrm farm weather forecast for today a few flurries ending late this afternoon then mainly cloudy wind northwest 30 gusting to 50 and the high minus 7 the low minus 14. tomorrow sunny skies winds up to 15 kilometers per hour the high zero wind chill minus 15 in the morning the low minus 16. wednesday sunny the high plus two the low minus nine Thursday, cloudy, the high plus 2, the low minus 7. Friday, partly cloudy, the high 11 degrees, the low plus 1. Saturday, cloudy, the high 10, the low minus 2. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high near 10 degrees. Normal high is 12 for this state, the normal low minus 2. The sun rose at 6.08 this morning. It sets at 7.50 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek at minus 4.00. The cold spot north of Humboldt, minus 13 degrees near Pilger. Estevan, minus 8. Saskatoon, minus 10. Swift Current, minus 8. Weyburn, minus 9. Yorkton, minus 10. In Regina with light snow, it's minus 10 degrees. That's 14 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 36. Humidity, 64%. The barometer rising, 102.6. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 8. Winds are from the north-northwest at 31, gusting to 41. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 10, that's 14 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougalauction.com. And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Farmers, get your spot loss hail insurance with SMHI online or connect with an agent. Storms are unpredictable, SMHI isn't. The federal government has announced support for farmers and processors who use temporary foreign workers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau says the $50 million program will provide $1,500 per worker for quarantine costs for temporary foreign workers.
4: To help put in place the measures necessary to comply with the strict public health requirements. This exceptional program will be available as long as the Quarantine Act is in force and the isolation protocol has to be followed.
3: Bobo says the money will be used by employers to provide accommodations that meet current social distancing standards. This could mean modifying current accommodations or renting other facilities. In addition, all temporary foreign workers will be paid for the two weeks spent under quarantine. Bobo says temporary foreign workers for farms and processing plants are important for food security in Canada. Answering a reporter's question in French, Bobo said all temporary foreign workers coming into Canada are screened before they leave their country. There's no mandatory COVID testing on arrival, but Bobo says testing will be done if a worker shows symptoms during the two-week isolation period. A past president, Todd Lewis, is happy to see the support plan.
0: Well, I think it's welcome news to those producers and processors that need that labour force. It's something that, you know, is necessary just because, you know, a lot of these jobs have been filled by foreign workers for a number of years and it's very skilled labour and and, uh, there are added costs to the, the people that use these workers with the quarantine managers and so on that are being, being brought forward. So this gives us a, a little bit of financial help and some certainty around how to pay for those first two weeks and, or help pay it, we'll pay for all of it, but it just gives those people that utilize those workers a little bit more certainty around where some of the money's gonna come, come from to pay for their added costs.
3: So the, you see this program benefiting producers?
0: Yes for those that can can use them and, and can access those temporary foreign workers, the labor piece is going to be an ongoing problem. Uh, not all the workers that typically have come to Canada will be able to get here uh, you know between between uh, travel restrictions from their own countries and airplane travel there's lots of lots of lots of uh, issues trying to get people into the country right now, but those uh, employees that are able to access uh, these temporary foreign workers this will be a big help.
1: Are there many
3: producers in Saskatchewan that bring in temporary foreign workers?
0: In some some sectors, yes, uh, the beekeeping industry certainly uses lots of them. Some of the grain farmers, uh, the larger ones, will will have temporary foreign workers. But you know, as I say, it's a you know, our exchange students. There's a lots of you know ways to uh, get help out the farm. And so, in the past, this has been used. And you know, there's all, also a huge opportunity now. Uh, you know, going into the upcoming season, be it planting or harvest, that we should be able to access Canadian workers. And uh, I think that's something you'll see over the next number of weeks and months that we want to try and access as many Canadian workers as possible, just because it's going to be a good opportunity to get them working on farms and uh, help to kickstart the economy as we come out of this COVID crisis.
3: How are farmers coping with COVID and possible problems because of it?
0: Well, I think, you know, labour is a good example. I think farmers are Starting to talk about, you know, what's going to happen if somebody, one of my employees or myself gets sick. During uh, seeding season or going through the summer here, and it's uh, this is going to be a long-term problem. You know, I think until we get a vaccine in place, so I think farmers are starting to look toward you know maybe hiring some some extra people. Uh, having access to that labor, I think is going to be important. A lot of people are on you know different programs, being unemployment insurance or the emergency benefit programs, and so I think we you know we're asking uh, ideas around being able to work on claim. Uh, if uh, we do hire people that they won't won't have their programming money clawed back, I guess, as, you know as a way to incentivize them to uh, come and work on the farm. And I think just, uh, you know, farmers are always planners and producers, and it will be ranchers or grain farmers, are looking towards the future. And, and I think having an extra set of hands or, or two sets of hands around, certainly during seeding time or calving time. And, and uh, if we can get people on farm and train them, I think it will be a benefit to everybody.
3: So you're suggesting farmers make an alternate plan in case someone gets sick on the farm?
0: I think that's what we're hearing more and more of. I think that's what you know. I think we have to think about that. Uh, this everybody is can get this COVID nineteen, and you know we have to you know realize and and recognize the reality that there are people who are going to get sick. And as we go forward, we've done a good job to this point. But you know, it's uh, if in case people do, uh, it does get into the community, and we end up with community spread, we've we've got to prepare because seeding we have a, a very tight window on on opportunity to get the the seed in the ground in a timely fashion. So. I think producers are more and more looking work the back of plumbing and really sure that do everything they can, can to make sure there's going to be lift and place for the upcoming season.
3: Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name we should think of in the auction business, call 782-5999. Some farmers in Saskatchewan may have to spray to control the pesky wheat midge this year. The Provincial Insect Pest Management Specialist, James Tansey, says the wheat midge threat to Saskatchewan farmers is relatively low this year. But he says there will be some hot t- spots in the northern Grain Belt, as well as east-central and southeast Saskatchewan.
1: Once again, about 420 sites throughout the province, um, and... The way things are looking right now, we are seeing an uptick, uh, or the 2019 survey indicates that uh, we're, we're seeing an uptick for 2020, uh, primarily in uh, northern and uh, north-central growing regions, but there are a couple of hot spots as well uh, in the uh, east and southeast. And uh, I, I would advise uh, growers who are interested to uh, take a look at the ministry website. Uh, we, have this posted, uh, we have this posted there.
3: Where in the, those areas in the southern part of the Grain Belt would be the worst areas? Uh, what communities would it be surrounding?
1: Just looking at my map here, probably Yorkton area and uh, just east of Regina.
3: And how severe do you expect the outbreak to be?
1: Not as severe there based on 2019 populations as we might see in north central regions. And then people can get a, a much better appreciation for it, taking a look at the map itself. Uh, an important consideration for this too is that uh, uh, Saskatchewan is a big province and we sample although we do hit 420 sites uh, we do have you know there, there will be resolution issues so even if you're in a region that indicates that you have a uh, possibly low uh, population it's still worth scouting uh, for these animals uh, around the uh, Canada, Canada day long weekend that's typically when adults emerge and uh, that's when scouting should be, uh, should be conducted. So once again, it could be a resolu- uh, an issue of resolution. What's happening in one field or one edge of one field may not necessarily be happening uh, in nearby areas. So uh, it's, it's always important for growers to get out and scout if they haven't per- uh, purchased mi- uh, mid-resistant uh, varieties.
3: Will spraying be necessary?
1: I suspect probably in some regions, yes. Uh, for those Again, for those growers who haven't, who haven't purchased varietal blends.
3: Where would the spraying likely be necessary?
1: Uh, yeah again the, the regions that I was talking about but right? it looks like the populations are hottest in in the uh, northwest and north central areas, but there are some other regions that, that, that are demonstrating some some increased populations relative to the previous year.
3: What weather conditions favor the insect this spring?
1: They need moisture uh, so what's really important to these animals is uh, is uh, uh, to have more than twenty five millimeters of rain prior to the end of May. Uh, they have a real hard time with uh, with uh, dry soils.
3: How important is it to use wheat-midge-tolerant varieties?
1: As populations increase, obviously the, the importance of, of that increases. Uh, it's, it's an excellent strategy. It's a, it's a set it and forget it. Uh, you don't need to you know, ruin your Canada Day weekend by being out you know, uh, uh, monitoring for these animals. The resistance is maintaining really well as a product of, being, of, of the varietal blends. And I, I think that's a really good strategy for, for growers to use.
3: What's the outlook for grasshoppers and other insect pests for producers?
1: Well, let's deal with grasshoppers first. The grasshopper population uh, uh, last year, again that was surveyed late summer, does seem to be on the rise relative to the uh, 2018 uh, survey and uh, the hottest numbers were in the Kindersley area uh, as well as in the far southeast. In the far southeast we uh, we were seeing numbers in the range of about 10 per square meter and and some exceeding those uh, those levels and of course that's that's right on the uh, on the uh, the economic threshold for from for many crops for for growers growing lentils and flax the threshold is closer to two per square meter Uh, those crops are more sensitive to to the chewing feeding of uh, of grasshoppers now in the kindersley area we were seeing levels up around 20 per square meter so that's that's well over the economic threshold the bulk of the province however numbers remain low uh, and uh, dry conditions favor these animals.
3: James Tanzi is the Provincial Insect Pest Management Specialist for Saskatchewan. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or a book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assinaboya and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell $1.80 at four twenty-nine thirty-eight. dollars Oats fell $212 at one eighty-nine thirteen. Number one red spring wheat dropped $278 at two twenty-six fifty-three. dollars The rest were unchanged. Durham $266.39. Feed barley one eighty-eight sixty-nine. Flax five seventy-eight seventy-nine. dollars Lentils five forty-five fifty. dollars Yellow peas, two sixty nine eighty nine. Feed wheat, one eighty two seventy. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is down 6.5 cents at five twenty six a bushel. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers.
2: Heartland Livestock Marker Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. We had 400 kel in our regular sale on Tuesday. Cow market was a little soft for a by- bike. Good golly, considering everything, it really did hang in there all right. Uh, the top-end cows averaged 84. Uh, some really smooth, hard cows bring that 88 to 92. Uh, the thin, bonier-type cows average at 68 cents per pound. There's actually some pretty good feeding cow orders on the market into the heiferets. heiferettes trade from 105 to 125. And again, two, three orders in the market there. The bull market tops at 124. Basically the bulk of them at a dollar ten to a dollar fifteen. On Thursday on the DLMS direct off the farm sale. We sold a load of Angus steer calves six hundred and forty pounds, spring o two hundred nine, seventy five. The board keeps tumultuous, the ranchers keep doing their job. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Garan.
3: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork
4: prices. Ham sold fifty nine hundred hogs Thursday. Selling in a range of 102 to 139 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,500 head. Selling in a range of 101 to 131 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, April 11th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 124.46. Maple Leaf Sig 4, 143.70. Ham's Cash, 141.70. Thunder Creek Brickle 166.28 and high-life $140.28 per CKG. HAM's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is up 25 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3985. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 71.60 U.S. Weekly cash-based prices for week ending April 11th are markedly lower, at a time when support typically returns to the cash market. The national base price is weight lower, with the Western Corn Belt base down $1,217, 108, representing the largest week-over-week move in their respective regions witnessed including 2014. While the degree of pressure remains to be fully revealed, cash markets will likely continue to see ongoing pressure as the impacts of COVID-19 are now starting to surface more prominently in the processing sector. But the big news over the weekend was the announcement that the Smithfield Sioux Falls, South Dakota facility will close and remain closed until further notice. The plant represents about 5% of U.S. pork production, and one of the concerns is that animals scheduled for delivery will subsequently start to back up, among other supply chain issues, including servicing the domestic market. The full impacts of COVID-19 on the pork industry have yet to be uncovered, and producers should likely prepare for some challenging times in the short to mid-terms. Lean hog futures gap lower at the open and summer month contracts are locked at the newly expanded daily limit low. The net result of all developments this weekend and today has been unprecedented pressure in both cash and futures markets.
3: The outlook for today, a few flurries ending late this afternoon, then mainly cloudy sky. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50 km per hour. The high today, minus 7. The low tonight, minus 14. For tomorrow, Tuesday, sunny skies. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour and a bit milder. It's supposed to be a high of zero. Wind chill minus 15 tomorrow morning. The low minus 16. In Regina with light snow, it's minus 10. That's 14 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.